0: Welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Today we'll be talking about the things that we despise, the things that we have trouble accepting and how they show themselves as mirrors in our reality. And there is an interesting situation that's been happening between me and my husband that actually inspired this talk, this episode that I want to talk about. But Forgive me, I haven't introduced myself. My name is Agatha Langer. For those of you who don't know me, I am a relationship coach and I help others heal the relationships uh with the people that they have in their life. It could be a partner or maybe parents, maybe children, but I do it by healing first the relationship that they have with themselves so that it can be reflected onto others. Um and so again coming back to to what we're going to be talking about today there's this situation that's been happening between me and my husband that I've noticed and it was quite interesting uh, a few months ago I've decided to revamp my diet to actually really watch what I'm eating so that I can support my body and I can support my body and my body can support me and what it is that I'm trying to uh, to contribute to the world and I've been noticing that my husband although he wants to change his diet although he is struggling with ba- with weight a little bit he has trouble doing it and he's going in the exactly opposite direction and it nothing wrong with it I am not I am not judging it absolutely it all comes from a decision I mean I've been eating the, the unhealthy foods for a very long time and there comes time time in your life when you kind of make a decision and you want to go the other way. But the things that I've been noticing is that kind of balancing that that I am attaching myself to eating healthy, right? Which, which I have because I've made this decision and I'm making this effort to eat healthy and to stay away from, from the foods that don't serve me. And he's doing the exact opposite. And... This is exactly how the mirrors play out in our lives. And what it really means, um, it's not a judgment on my husband, absolutely not. But what I wanna show you is that what I what, what it really means is that he is, my husband is reflecting the parts of me, the parts of me that wanna give, give in, the parts of me that want to eat candy and cookies and pastries, right? And pies, I love apple pie, by the way. And that part of me is being reflected onto my husband. And I'm kind of watching it, but I, I can see sometimes that, that I have those thoughts of, of maybe not having the strong will or not being able to make that decision, not being able to commit myself to something. And I watch it as my mirror because what he is showing me is exactly the part of me that I'm having trouble accepting that I've pushed somewhere to the site and I don't want to look at it. And and the whole point is that that when you look at your mirrors to other people in your life, right? they They will be reflecting either the parts that you love about yourself and that you accept or the parts that you absolutely hate or despise and try to push away. And I'll give you other examples how it can show up in our lives. A lot of us are... Placing value on being hardworking, right? Or being the more that you work, the more that you achieve in your life, the more value you have. And that's why a lot of people try to add and add and add projects to their life and really prove themselves. And the thing that will happen when they are confronted <clears throat> with a person who is the opposite, so we would call that person lazy, right? Or <clears throat> lazy, or maybe, uh, maybe helpless, maybe not motivated to do things in life right so when we're confronted with that person we are going to despise that person we're probably going to be judgmental toward that person we're going to make that separation and that may be happening subconsciously you might be thinking well no I'm just doing my thing and that person let just let them do whatever but if, if you're being honest with yourself and in, in, first, in the first place, if you're already making that judgment, meaning that comparison, I am the hardworking person and that person is not, they're lazy, then there's already judgment placed on there. Um, a lot of times what's going to happen is our ego will want to preach the other person or tell them that, quote unquote, better way to live, the way that we chose to live, right? Because look, I'm doing so many things and I feel fulfilled. I feel I feel motivated. Maybe I'm getting good money for it. Uh, I made a good lifestyle for myself. And we kind of want to preach and show that person, right? So the measurement kind of, whether I am making a judgment or not making a judgment is this. If you confront it with that person, with such person, who let's just call that person, quote unquote, lazy, right? Do I feel just pure love and acceptance toward where they are? Or do I have to work for it? Do I have to convince myself that, yes, I'm doing my own thing, but you can do whatever, it's your life. Do I have to convince myself to it? Or do I feel like a little bit of aggravation inside of me or frustration? Well, why is this person not doing that? There's such a better way to live, right? Or how do I talk about this person with others? You might come home and with your partner or somebody or even friends, hey, I made such such and such from high school. Do you remember? They doing this and this, they really not have done nothing with their life well that's an obvious way to tell that we're making that judgment yeah another way that we might that we might those mirrors might show up in our life is the is between somebody who is giving and somebody who might be considered selfish okay so they think more about themselves and not so much about others and let's remember that a lot of you who will be watching this video, you're probably over givers, meaning that you're trying to prove your worth and your value by just giving, giving, giving. And if anybody else in your life does not reflect that back on you, or give you give back the favor, or maybe you ask them, and they say no, you'll probably automatically label them as selfish. Because you give and you give nothing in return. And there is that resentment that's coming up right that kind of resentment how can they do that that's exactly how we know so what do we how do we decipher that one that person is showing us the part of us the selfish part of us that we are rejecting that we're not accepting because we think well well, how can I be selfish like that's not the right way I have to give like giving is the way to go if I were to be selfish, I would be a bad person. So again, if we, are, if we meet with such a person who has strong boundaries and can actually think about themselves and cater to their own needs, right? Which is something that's very foreign to us, we'll label that person as selfish, but remember that that person is only reflecting the part of you that you're trying to reject the part of you that you quite have not accepted. Because if I were to ask you a question, well, if you were to be quote unquote selfish, right? Or just care about your own needs and be able to say no to people, what would you think about yourself? And probably the answer would be that you would think you're just a bad person and I could never do that, right? So this is exactly how the mirrors are playing out in our lives. And... Here's the thing, there wouldn't be any problem with that because I do me, you do you, everybody does their own thing. But the pain really comes, the pain that the ego, our ego creates, our little self creates here is when we attach value to certain behaviors or even to certain values. Let's say that you value hard work. To you, it's a value, right? And you attach that meaning to it. And by that, I mean, well, if I'm hardworking, then I'm a better person. And if I were to be lazy, then I'm not. And the point here is really to be able to neutralize those things and to take the meaning from behind them. And you would think like, well, why? I'm not asking you to be lazy. I'm not asking you to give up your hardworking habits. If that works for you, fine. But a lot of times you will see that it will bring you pain because it's really just an ego's game. When ego is trying to tell you, well, no, no, you have to be working hard because that's how you show, how how you prove yourself. This is how you show to others that you have value. Or ego might tell you, no, no, you have to stick to that diet or to that exercise routine that you have, because that means that you have strong will and that means that you're a motivated person. And this is generally what our society taught us to to glorify, to to accept, right? To put on a pedestal. That's how we're taught. Well, this is this is. This is the attached value, perceived value by us that is really bringing us the pain. Because if you think about it, or if you would consider, and what if I asked you a question, actually? Let's rephrase this a little bit. What if I asked you a question? What if the opposite is true? What what if actually... I don't want to say being lazy because that's got the negative connotation to it, right? But but what if actually not working hard, but just maybe doing the things that inspire you, what if, what if that was the right way to live or the better way to live? Who are we to know that the way that we choose to live is better than, than the other way people choose, right? So again, I'm not asking you to abandon the ways... that that you operate, absolutely not. If they work for you, that's great. But I'm just inviting you to look at the meaning and the value that we attach behind that. Because if we release that meaning, then I can promise you that we give ourselves freedom, freedom from comparison, freedom from judgment, freedom from feelings such as frustration, or that hatred that we project onto others because they're not necessarily doing the things that we're doing. I'll give you another example. There was a um somebody who was visiting a family that was visiting us. And one of the people in the family, again and going back to diet, because I think everybody can relate to that, they were going through a diet. And the diet was that, you know, like you, you just couldn't eat certain things, right? That's usually how the diet works. You eliminate some things, and and um, and you add on something else instead of that onto uh, onto your plate. Actually, onto your plate, and then the child of that person was not restricted by the diet, so she was just putting on her plate as she wishes, and just just going with whatever she wanted to have and how much she wanted to have which was great, absolutely, right? Cool. And that person got so upset with their child because they were eating too much. And they were like, hey, do you need to stop that? Hey, slow down there. Hey, why do you eat so much? So this is exactly what I'm talking about. That person was projecting that part of them, that quote-unquote weak part of them, that they couldn't quite accept in themselves. The part who was resentful because they had to give up certain things, resentful because they couldn't have certain things in on, on their plate, right? To eat certain things that they enjoyed before. And now in order to reach a, a goal, and probably that was a weight loss goal, they had to give that up and now they were, they were resentful. And they were projecting that part that was the weaker, the part that wanted to give in, the part that really wanted to have that bread and pasta and pastries and cakes and everything else, right? And when they were seeing that in others, in, in that other person that was the child in that, um, in that situation, who was just really having all and not being worried about it, then they were projecting that hate onto them hating that person, not really that person. They thought they were hating the fact that, that that child was just having whatever they wanted. They thought, but they really, what they were hating is the part in themselves that couldn't have it. The part that they couldn't accept that still was carrying that weakness that wanted to give in and have everything that that they really decided not to. Not that they couldn't, but they decided not to. So this is exactly how those mirrors are um showing up in our lives but what i want you to remember again is taking out the labels from behind it that my way is better that being being that strong person and that strong will and not giving in is better than the person who will just put whatever they want on their plate and will just go and carry on the the way they want to there is no better or worse there there is just is And if we accept it, as, accept it as something that just is, then there is no comparison. There is no, when, there's, when, when there is no comparison, then there cannot be any judgment, judgment either on us or on that other person, right? Which is all the same thing. Remember that we, our people mirror us beautifully. And that's why when I look at others and something, something, gets me like frustrated or a little edgy, then I always ask myself, okay, what am I looking at that I cannot accept in myself? Because that person is just reflecting whatever parts of me are that really need the love. So if you notice yourself in similar situations that I had just described to you, just ask yourself, How can I be more loving towards those parts of you that I'm trying to reject, that I'm trying to forget about, that I'm trying to push away, the ones that I may be labeled as weaknesses? How can I be more loving toward myself and accepting? And when you accept that in yourself, then you will see that will start annoying you or frustrating you when you see it in other people. It works like magic. And when it comes down to really is when you go through that process, and you succeed, then I promise you, you will give yourself the most beautiful freedom that you could have. Because the pain that's happening, that ego is trying to give us, and it does, or sure it does, it it does does a great job of putting us in pain. It's exactly that pain of comparison, of pushing away parts that we label as negative, as weak, is not maybe honorable enough, or not the ones that that we could accept and, and be proud of. So being just proud of everything that you have and loving the parts that you that you think are detrimental or you think that are weak is just really the key to accepting and loving the whole you. And this is when you this is when you grant yourself the greatest gift of all which is the gift of freedom freedom from all those emotions that you in the first place trying to push away because it's it's that emotion of of resentment of anger of despise of hatred all those emotions when you see the things that you can't accept in others right and and and, and you start judging so if you give yourself freedom from those emotions and you really really bring that full beautiful acceptance of yourself of yourself and the people who surround you then look how beautiful your life could be how how much freedom you could have and and all that energy of love that you invite that you can again gift yourself and gift other people look how much that could do how much good that could do Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Agatha Langer and I am a relationship coach and uh, we'll be tuning in for another episode. Uh, please definitely, if you have questions, if you have comments, I would love to hear them because I love hearing other perspectives on what I have to say because it doesn't mean my perspective is the right one. It's just a perspective. And um, I enjoy seeing what other what other people have to say, how they see those issues, how they see their mirrors. So please do share. And thank you so much for tuning in.